You know, one of my all-time favorite stories is a short parable, uh, a Zen parable about two monks, and it goes like this. There are two monks. One is a master and one is the student. They are going on a journey. Uh, naturally, the student has spent a great deal of time with this master, learning from this master, has dedicated his life to this way of living, has foregone the world, given up all possession, everything that goes into being in this position and taking the oaths that they do and leaving the world behind, just incredible amount of commitment, and naturally looks up to his master with a great deal of respect and seeks to gather as much wisdom from him as possible. That is the relationship. So they're on this journey, and they come to a river. Small river, but it's moving rapidly, and they go to cross. And there's a woman there. This woman is having trouble. She asks them to help her to get across the river. Now, these monks, part of their oath that they swore to was to never touch a woman, to never touch a woman again. And so the two monks looked at each other, and then the elder monk, the master, picked up the woman, took her across the river, placed her down, and kept walking. So naturally, the young monk is just absolutely flabbergasted. He is in shock. He cannot believe what he just saw. He's questioning things. He's angry because his master, who probably administered the oath to him, has now just broken the oath just like that. Snap of a finger. No words, no conversation, no discussion, gone. And this master has been studying for decades. How many years? You can imagine being in that position. Maybe he's thinking, is this the first time that he's broken the oath? Does the oath really mean anything? Who am I learning from? I held this man in such high esteem, and now what have I just witnessed? What of my own teaching? What of my own learning? Has it been for naught? Has it been guided by the wrong person? So the two monks continue to walk. Not a word is said. They walk for, let's say, a mile, then another and another. Upon the fifth mile, the angry, brooding, confused young monk can't take it anymore. And he turns to his master, the elder monk, his teacher, and he says to him, how could you have done that? How could you have broken your oath? I cannot believe what I saw. Tell me. You have to tell me. What does this mean? And the elder monk looks at him calmly, and he simply says, You've been carrying that woman all this time. I put her down five miles ago. Or alternatively, I put her down long ago. Why have you been carrying her all this time? Such a nice, short, simple story, but it speaks to something that is at the heart of our experience with the world and ourselves every single day. Naturally, we carry with us stories about our past that we use to define who we are. We tell ourselves stories about ourselves. I am this person. I come from here. We identify with places that we've been to, experiences that we've had, relationships that we've had, when in reality none of that exists, at least not anymore. This is a story about living in the moment and not carrying the past with us.
Things that happen to us are informative if we choose to learn from them. Many things that we carry along with us, we're not able to learn from because we're not in a space to do so. We carry things like chips on our shoulders. We carry things like rocks in a backpack on our back, weighing us down, making it harder to move forward. We carry burdens. We carry guilt. We carry regret. We carry a lot of things with us, none of which is legitimate. And it can also be very, very small things within the context of a given day. Maybe when we left to go to work, we stepped in a puddle. That set us on a certain trajectory. Then somebody cut us off in traffic. One thing leads to another. We're having a horrible day. (laughs) But it's the most minuscule of things. But we've added them together. We've created a narrative. We've created a story. And we carry it through with us all day long to the point where then we get home and we're with our family and we treat them horribly. or We're short-tempered. We don't take time for them, whatever the outcome may be. All because of these little tiny pebbles that we collected along the way, put in our sack, and we're still carrying with us, and they're weighing us down. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful illustration. And like most things, the greatest of lessons are extremely simple. I put her down a long time ago. Why are you still carrying her? So think about your own life. What is it that you are still carrying? Whether it be from this morning, last week, last month, last year, last decade. We all carry things. Until we have completely gotten rid of the ego, we are all carrying things. We are continuing to tell stories to ourselves about ourselves, coming from the past, that limit us significantly. They limit our potentiality in the moment because of the hindrance and the weight from that which we carry. But the good news is is that we can simply put it down. Now, that is a simplification. There are serious things from our past that give us deep pain, have uh, you know affected us very deeply and seriously, trauma, etc. But everything can be put down. Maybe it takes practice. Maybe it takes counseling. Maybe it takes effort over the course of time for the big things. However, the vast majority, the vast majority of everything that we're carrying can simply be put down. Whether it's something from this morning the person cutting us off in traffic, the job that we didn't get, or even guilt from the past, regret with regard to a relationship, a past relationship, whatever it may be, action that we've taken. These things that don't actually exist here and now, save for in our heads. If we place them down, they would no longer exist. They would no longer be weighing us down from our knapsack. And this gets to the heart of radical acceptance. Acceptance of what has happened, acceptance of what is, is the greatest tool for grounding ourselves and regaining power. So just like when someone makes us angry and we react, we give them power, just as when we subscribe to a group and they tell us what to think and we give them power, when a memory or something of the like, pops up, 
we give it power over us, how we think, what we think about ourselves, what we think about our lives, what we think about our current situation, how we feel about ourselves on a deep level. We give our power away to a thought because that is now all that it is. You cannot grab it. You cannot go outside and, and get it with a, uh, and put, place it in a bucket and, and bring it back home. It does not exist. It is simply a thought form, which is wonderful news. Because if we become conscious of that and if we dedicated ourselves to growth, we can put it down. The first step is consciously recognizing that that is possible even if we don't like the possibility because it means that we have to change. It means we have to actually put effort forward. It means that we have to take responsibility. No longer can these things be excuses. We can't use whatever it is that happened in our past to excuse our current behavior. That's scary for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like that. It means we have to take responsibility. But the reward is so great. The reward is so great when we can take that rock out of that knapsack, place it down on the ground, walk away, and never see it again. We have the power to do that. And when we stop giving away our power from our thoughts that come at us unconsciously, automatically, because we've practiced for so long, a given stimuli makes us think of that memory, that thought comes up, we create space. We take a breath. We create some space. We realize what's happening. We become conscious of it. And then we have the ability to choose. And if we choose to brush that away, we gain back our power. We become grounded. And everything changes. So whether it's something that is very small, that person cutting you off in traffic, whether it's one of the larger rocks that we've been carrying, we have the ability to put it down. And that's wonderful news.